Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. Come on, pick and roll! 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Breaking down every game, every day in Major League Baseball. This is the Baseball Betting Show. Here is your host, Greg Peterson. Hey, warmer, friendly, hello. Welcome to lovely Las Vegas for the Baseball Betting Show with myself, Greg Peterson, now part of the Visa Family Podcast. We've got a tremendous podcast for you. We're going to lead it off here in segment number one by talking to Chris Chian of WTOP Sports. What he's taking a look at in regards to this World Series, how he takes a look at Game 1, and so much more. I've dissected this World Series on this podcast the last few days in a lot of different angles, so not going to be a lot of beating around the bush. We're going to have a guest segment, and then in the final segment, going to give you guys my picks and analysis and my DK Network write-up pick for Game Number 1 of the World Series. As we do touch them all, we have finally made it here. The long grind of the regular season, the World Series is getting on its way and it is very glorious. And if you do have a question, comment, segment idea, what have you for this podcast, you do have one of two ways to be able to fire those in. First one is my Twitter slash X timeline at GDN underscore D1. Keep in mind, letters EM, they mean does not matter. So as per usual, please just send these into the timeline and the other way. That is via an Apple Podcast review. If you rate this podcast five stars, it is very much appreciated. From there, you're able to fire in whatever you'd like to hear on this podcast via the five-star review. It's such a nice time of year because all the work is done. We have really grinded out this season. It's had its ups and downs, so hopefully I can close this one out strong for you. And a man that has joined us all year long to be able to help take a look at this great game that we all know and love is Christian. He does amazing work over at WTOP Sports. Take a look at a little bit of everything. He's been doing a great job on the baseball front all season long on top of that. I know that he has been doing excellent work taking a look at the game of football as well. I know that over at WTOP and WTOP Sports, they do a lot of sports betting picks over there as well. And you're able to follow Chris on Twitter slash X 
at the Big Cheese Show. That is C-H-E-E on Cheese Show all together. And Chris, it's always great to be able to get you aboard. Thank you. Thank you so much more for having me, Greg. I'm so fired up to be joining the program one more time here in 2023, previewing game one of the World Series. I cannot believe the Arizona Diamondbacks are in it. And I'm not surprised in hindsight that Texas with their payroll, is in this position. But I'm certainly looking forward to this series, Greg, and uh, looking forward to chatting with you about this World Series, no doubt. Oh, absolutely. And I'm with you on Texas. The fact that they were able to make it, I don't think is necessarily the world's biggest shocker. It's not necessarily the team that we were expecting, but I, I don't think that the shock level is quite there like it is with the Arizona Diamondbacks, but I feel like it's the way that the Texas Rangers got there because Nathan Ovaldi looked absolutely terrible in the month of September. He flips the switch here in October. He's going to be getting the game one start. As we know, Max Scherzer got banged up after they acquired him, and he pitched in the ALCS. I really can't say he pitched well, but he pitched in the ALCS. Jacob deGrom goes down, list goes on and on, and for Texas, I do think that the biggest thing for them in this series is being able to get good starts on Nathan Avaldi and Jordan Montgomery when they take the bump because games number three and four, Scherzer and sort of that bullpen game that they're probably going to need to throw, those are going to be a little bit more of a roll of the dice. Yeah, big game Nate in this spot. He certainly has the better numbers this postseason as opposed to Zach Gallen, who he'll face off against in game one here. And we've heard the narratives talked about with the Avaldi, how he's a power pitcher and how he is able to use his splitter, which has been filthy. But this is a Rangers team to me, Greg, where if they're going to be successful in this World Series, they need to deliver with their bats here. And we know Corey Seager, hardest hit rate on the Rangers here, delivering in first innings, mind you. The first inning in Game 7 against Fromber, and then the first inning in game three against Baltimore, which was a sweep. And I remember that one. That was an exit velo of like 110. Corey Seager has been worth the money. What was it? Uh, 10 years, $325 million, which eclipsed Alex Rodriguez's contract here. But look, he's got the shortest odds to win World Series MVP. Won it in 2020 with the Dodgers. That World Series was played in Texas, which was kind of interesting. But yeah, you look and Seager's contract is right up there. You mentioned Jacob deGrom. He's one of them that they're spending a lot of money on. Martin Perez is a big-time contract. They've got him coming out of the bullpen. Dane Dunning, LeClerc. So I feel pretty good about the Rangers' arms if some of these guys do fail here. I don't think they're you know, outstanding. We've seen LeClerc melt down in the ALCS late, but I feel pretty comfortable when you do have a guy like Martin Perez who's able to pitch in relief here. So, yeah, I feel good about Texas' pitching going into game one. I think they are the rightful favorite. I saw minus 168 on the morning line on Thursday at least, so – We'll see how that continues to move. Yeah, we've seen this move a little bit all over the place in terms of game number one, as right now we're seeing the Texas Rangers more in that neighborhood, about a minus 154. I'm seeing as high as a minus 166 out there, but a lot of modest books have this more around about a minus 155 or so. And if you're looking at the run line, you're able to get that at about a plus 125 to a plus 130. And I do think that that is an interesting pitching matchup because with Nathan Evaldi, like I said, he was flipping the switch with 
regards to going from September to October. And I do think that this could be a sneaky spot for an over as well, just because with Zach Allen on the flip side for the Arizona Diamondbacks, I do think that he's backed by the better bullpen. But with Zach Allen, something I've noted all season long has been his home and road splits. And in his two starts against the Philadelphia Phillies, giving up a combined nine runs is pretty concerning. Yeah, that certainly is concerning here. And what also was concerning, too, for me, Greg, in this postseason, spotting his fastball, and he talked about it. He throws it 43% of the time, but when he gave up three home runs against Philadelphia, he basically talked about, and Torrey Lovello talked about it as well, that he just missed on his execution of these four-seam fastballs. But that's his number one pitch there. So I hopped in personally, Greg, already on a money line. In addition to an under 10 and a half parlay on FanDuel, it's like plus 116, or at least that's what I got a Thursday morning there. I certainly don't fault you on the over. You're looking at, though, at the number of eight and a half there, just given that Gowan pitched the most innings he has ever in his career. I know he's talked about how he doesn't exactly um, switched up his routine much. He's lifting less, uh, throwing more in between starts. But for me, Gowan... He's given up a lot of home runs here, and you're looking at a Nathan Eovaldi who I think is going to outduel him here. So that's why I do think the Rangers do get it in game one. But for me, Gallon's facing off against the Rangers bunch. I didn't even mention names like Adelise Garcia or some of these rookie hitters as well, too, who have been absolutely awesome. How about that rookie class that we're seeing? feature with Young and Corbin Carroll, who's going to be winning the Rookie of the Year here. So it's really, really fun what we're seeing here in this World Series, no doubt about it. But yeah, originally, your original question on Zach Gowan, I think he could certainly run into some trouble if he does not locate those pitches on the road. And the Rangers have basically torched almost everybody they've come in contact with this postseason. Home or away, they're getting it done. Yeah, they certainly have been, and even more so at home as joining me on the show we do have Christian. He does amazing work over at WTOP Sports right here on the Baseball Betting Show with myself, Greg Peterson. And, and you mentioned the Texas Rangers and the way that they have been hitting number one team in the American League with regards to runs per game. And that is a big reason why I am on the over. I certainly do think that the Diamondbacks, they're going to be able to get to Nathan Ovaldi for a little bit. And when you do get to the bullpen, that's a little bit more of a roll of the dice as well with regards to the Texas Rangers. But I just take a look at the way that they slugged at home versus on the road. And I do think that that's a big factor. And I could see a scenario where we get a lot of overs when these games are in Texas. Meanwhile, in Arizona, the Diamondbacks have actually scored less when they've been at home rather than on the road. And that could be where you see more of the unders come through. Yeah, absolutely. Well, what are we going to see? Did I mention Evan Carter yet in this conversation? Saw 20 to 1 odds to win MVP. I, I wouldn't bet that personally. Just think it's a nice price there considering I mentioned that clash with Young and uh, Corbin Carroll. They have a 384 combined OBP, 297 batting average. And you have Adelise Garcia, mentioned him before, slugging department exit velocity he's leading the texas group there so this is a rangers team playing in that globe life stadium with those dimensions recently just found out that they have dimensions left field line for adrian beltre is, is 329 for his number 29 and nevada rodriguez number 7 407 to center field so that's kind of cool there but yeah the texas rangers you've got an evan carter who does an outstanding job of getting infield hits there too Talked about Seager already with his hard hit rate there. And then we're talking about a Diamondbacks team who Catel Marte is their highest 
paid player and like there's like six seven guys on Texas who are higher more higher paid than him but what I was most impressed about Greg maybe more so than anything with this Arizona team you and I talked about it a couple of months ago the trade that they made when they sent Varsho up to Toronto getting Moreno and Gurriel Jr. I mean Gabby Moreno has been integral as far as the pitchers are concerned here and his bat's been solid as well too and he's a rock behind that plate so yeah I think that when we're talking about Somebody who needs to deliver, Greg, if we're going to be talking about an over, is Evan Longoria. He's actually got a hard hit rate that's strong, but he's only hitting 135, and he had two hits in seven games against Philadelphia. So maybe if the old Longoria, who I remember back in 2008, I'm in college watching this guy play with the Rays in the World Series, and here we go again. Kind of wild to think. Christian Walker, somebody too. He's walking a whole lot. 11 walks, 12 postseason games. If he comes through for you, that can certainly be somebody who, again, this is a guy, Christian Walker, Diamondbacks are patient with him, right? He hasn't been like the best player over, you know, he'll go through some cold stretches, but they stuck with it. He's a veteran presence and somebody like him, fam, good leaders for a guy like Alec Thomas, who spent part of this year in Reno, right? And now he's been a big part of this World Series run. Yep, the world's biggest little town, Reno, Nevada, and now he's on the big stage where hundreds of millions of people are going to be watching him, so that is going to be a lot of fun to be able to take a look at, and I feel like we've got a good gauge with regards to game number one for Chris. If you're taking a look at the series price right now, right now in a lot of places, the Arizona Diamondbacks, they're right around plus 160 or so to be able to win the World Series. And I do think that the Texas Rangers, they should be the favorite. But I was feeling like this number should have been more around about minus 145, minus 150, somewhere in that neighborhood. Personally, I have yet to bet the series price. But how would you be looking at this series right now? Because I do think that at a minus 180, like I'm seeing pretty much across the board, it's maybe gotten a little bit overinflated with Texas just because with that bullpen, it is hard to trust in it. Yeah, I totally agree with you there. I think if I was looking at a series price, I'd probably look at Arizona. Just look at what they've done in this postseason. They went into Philadelphia down a couple of games and won both in a raucous crowd at Citizens Bank Park. I mean, so impressed with this bunch. And I used to produce Cliff Floyd's show when I worked at SiriusXM Fantasy. So I was watching him on MLB Network. And he was talking about Corbin Carroll and the concerns that, you know, a lot of Brian Anderson, the broadcast booth, was bringing up was how. He wasn't taking initiative on the base paths. This is a leader of this Diamondbacks team. He needs to be doing a bit more. Well, in game six, he kind of got it going. He got that table setter mentality, was able to drive in that extra run against Alvarado in a pivotal spot in game seven there on the sack fly, unselfishly knowing he just had to get the ball up in the air, though. What did he go, three for 23 his first six games? So if Corbin Carroll can get it going, I mean, what did he just join Dustin Pedroia back in 07 as the only rookie to ever have uh, three hits in game seven there? So I think that, Arizona is a very live dog in this series here. I mean, this was a team that was below 500 August 11th and then really emerged. You had Tommy Pham coming and being that home run threat. So, yeah, Arizona's Brandon Fott. Not, let me mention Brandon Fott, too. This guy's throwing some nasty stuff. I love how Arizona took the mindset of we're not letting Bryce Harper beat us by throwing fastballs in the middle of the strike zone. We're, we're throwing stuff out of the – you're going to have to chase it. And that's what they did. They threw him a bunch of junk, and the Phillies couldn't hit it. It was a great strategy, and I think the Diamondbacks could – I have the Rangers winning game one, but I do think the Diamondbacks are certainly live to win this series, no doubt. 
Yep, and I do think that if the Diamondbacks are going to win this series, you're going to need to have Brandon Fott outpitch Max Scherzer. And I don't think that that's necessarily far-fetched. And I do have question marks going into the series with how the Rangers did get to the World Series as well because Jordan Montgomery, you have to figure, is going to be pitching game two. And something that I always look at with regards to pitchers is if they ever get thrown off their routine. And I thought that it was a crack move bringing in Jordan Montgomery to pulled down the fort in game number seven. It turned out that the Texas Rangers scored 100 million billion runs and they truly did not need them. But when he came in, it was a three to one game. It was much more competitive and I thought it was a correct move, but I do have a few concerns with that in game number two for Montgomery, because as we know, these pitchers are creatures of habit. And I do think that that could throw him off just a touch. Certainly could throw him off there. I do, though, think that when he is backed up with some of the bullpen arms there with Texas, talking about Gray and Martin Perez, Will Smith, who sometimes makes me nervous, Dane Dunning as an option as well, even Aroldis Chapman, who I just remember time and time again being somebody who has melted down in big spots, has been generally okay this postseason. So I think Jordan Montgomery is somebody I feel pretty good about. I mean, this is a guy that was traded from the New York Yankees to St. Louis because the Yankees thought, oh, let's have Harrison Bader. He's from the Bronx. It'll be a good story. I said this to somebody recently. You should have just gotten Michael A. Taylor who could have played defense for you and had some pop. That was an unnecessary trade. Pitching, starting pitching, that is, is at a premium. So I know hindsight's twenty twenty. Cashman's taking heat for it as it is but I've seen Montgomery be able to really mix and match his stuff there too and be a power pitcher so yeah I certainly like what he's been about here and yeah when I mentioned some of those names as far as the highest paid players on Texas he wasn't even part of the mix there I don't know when he's due for a contract or whatnot there but like yeah Nathan Eovaldi part of that mix Marcus Semien too you hope that he's going to be having a big time series given the contract he received there but yeah, this Globe Life 2020, you know, we're going to see a World Series there, this time featuring the Texas Rangers, and we'll see how Jordan Montgomery pitches here. I thought it was going to be for the Yankees at some point, but here it is for the Texas Rangers, who the thought may have been at first, oh, this team's early, but they're not. I mean, this, these are veteran presence here. Evaldi is a, a, a true, gritty veteran. Big game, Nate, they don't call him that because he hasn't been in these big spots. So I know I just talked about the Diamondbacks being a live dog, but now I'm kind of talking myself off Texas. I think it's going to be a great series, just like we saw between both in the ALCS and in the NLCS. I think that it's going to be an amazing series as well. And Chris, I know you're going to be taking a look at the entirety of the World Series. You have joined me so much on this podcast. And every single time you've joined, you've lent absolutely tremendous insight. So let the good people at home know it's all on tap for you and how people are able to follow along on social media and other platforms. Absolutely. At the Big Cheese Show on Twitter and Instagram. And we're going to be transitioning from the Big Chi baseball picks to football and hockey picks moving forward. Also going to be talking some college basketball as well, too, as the DMV is a hotbed for mid-major basketball as well as big-time programs, too. Kevin Willard in Maryland expecting big-time things, so I can't wait to cover some of those games this year. Greg, so appreciative of you for having me so much this year, man. I love you, bro. Thank you. And I love you talking about a little college basketball as well. Because when college, when the MLB season ends, college basketball season begins. So that is always glorious. It's 
what keeps me busy all 12 months out of the year. And Chris, he stays busy all 12 months out of the year. He does a tremendous job taking a look at so many different fronts. Every single time he has joined me this year, he's always brought it in. It's always appreciative when we're able to get him aboard. A big thanks, Chris, for joining me on the Baseball Betting Show, now part of the Visa Family Podcast. Coming up next, it is that time of the podcast to give you my picks and analysis for Game 1 of the World Series as we catch them all. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is gonna be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. There's plenty to celebrate in March. And ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge, now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is gonna be good. 
That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. There's plenty to celebrate in March and Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Sports betting innovative analytics has taken the guesswork and emotion out of sports betting to bring you an innovative and trustworthy resource to enhance your journey to becoming a winning player. With industry-leading money-back guarantee options backed by their sophisticated modeling, they want to introduce you to a system that's not widely seen or available to help you beat the bookmaker. Specializing in NBA, college basketball, and WNBA, your first week is always free. Get started at SBIA1.com today. Breaking down every game, every day in Major League Baseball. This is the Baseball Betting Show. Here is your host, Greg Peterson. And we're back here in Love You Las Vegas for the Baseball Betting Show with myself, Greg Peterson, now part of the Beeson Family and Podcast. Always great to be joined by Christian. He does tremendous work over at WTOP Sports, has joined me all season long on this podcast. Every single time he has joined me, he has absolutely delivered the goods. It's always been so great to be able to get him on this show. He Every single time, lends tremendous insights and some pretty darn good bets as well. So a big thanks to him for joining me in the last segment. Now it is that time of the podcast. I give you picks and analysis for Game 1 of the World Series as we touch them all. If a game is listed on the betting board, Greg has a side and a total on it, so it is time to touch them all. Do note that as per usual, any changes that are made to these plays will be listed up on my Twitter feed slash xfeed at gnet underscore one Very easy to go in Las Vegas rotation order when there's only one game. And we're going to go with this. My DK Network write-up pick is going to be here as well. It's 941-942 on the betting board. The Arizona and the Diamondbacks were on the road. They trot out their Zach Allen. Nathan Avaldi goes for the Texas Rangers. And with the Rangers, you'll find them as low as a minus 152, as high as a minus 170. Meanwhile, with regards to Arizona, you'll find them as bad as a plus 140, as good as a plus 148. Total on this game is... In most places, 8. Circa has a straight 8.5. Under a minus 120, the over is even. Most places have this with the over at minus 115, the under at minus 105, with regards to a total of 8. And that is my write-up. Even at an 8.5, I would still be willing to go over on this total because with the Texas Rangers, they've really been the most dominant home offense in all of baseball this year. They're slugging out darn near 1.8 home runs. Per game at home, that was number one in the American League. Only the Atlanta Braves had more home runs on a per at-bat and a per-game basis at home. Meanwhile, on the road, that actually drops down to being in the bottom half of the big league. So that is something to be mindful of throughout the series. And for Nathan Evaldi, he certainly has been able to find it here in the postseason. After in the month of September, 930 ERA across six starts, going just 20 and a third innings. He has filled at least six innings in all four of his starts, 242 ERA. You do have to wonder if the shuffle in terms of the rotation affects him a little bit, but as we know with 
going from the ALCS to the World Series. He was able to get a little bit of added rest there. I don't think it throws him off too much, but what should throw him off a little bit is the bullpen. With the bullpen of the Texas Rangers, they have posted up for the entirety of the season an ERA that ranks 24th in the big leagues between the regular season and the postseason. They've been a little bit better here in the postseason, more around about a 370 to a 380 ERA, but if they do have to trot out there, anyone that is less than trustworthy, I'm talking about Josh Jabors, Aroldis Chapman, Jose LeClerc, they've been your main three for this team. It really does get to be a rough situation. Meanwhile, with Zach Allen, home and road splits, they certainly have been prevalent at home this year. A sub-275 ERA, giving up about 0.7 home runs per nine innings between the regular season and the postseason. Between the regular season and the postseason for Gallon, 449 road ERA, 1.2 home runs, 2.6 walks per nine innings. Just feels like he's worn down a little bit as well. This is by far the most innings he's ever thrown in a season. Nine runs surrendered in 11 innings in those two starts of the NL Championship Series as well. And for the Arizona Diamondbacks, while they don't hit the same way that the Texas Rangers do, and with the Rangers, in terms of their lineup, if they really want to, they can have a lineup that 1 through 9, they've got all but one player during the regular season that ate at least a 258, with that lone outlier being Adolis Garcia, who was able to slug out during the regular season north of 100 RBI, enters into this series with a home run in four straight games, including that grand salami that cashing over for us in game number 6 of the ALCS, but terms of the Arizona Diamondbacks, they themselves have been much better on the road rather than at home with regards to their offense. For the postseason, 4.75 runs per game on the road compared to 3.25 runs per game at home for the entirety of the season, regular season and postseason. About 4.5 runs per game at home, actually a tad bit less than that, more like 4.45. Meanwhile, about 4.8 runs per game on the road. You've had Corbin Carroll do a good job of moving the line. was a little bit silent early on during that Philly series, but he rose up with three hits in that game number seven. And Geraldo Perdomo has been able to give you quite a bit at the bottom of the fold as well. And I do think that for the Arizona Diamondbacks, a man that has been quite silent here in the postseason, and Christian Walker, he's going to be able to rise up as well. Hitting below the Mendoza line here in the playoffs. He did not have a single hit in the final two games of that series against the Phillies. And as a matter of fact, one total hit in his final five games of that series as well, though he was able to move the line a little bit, being able to draw a walk. So he's hitting a buck 79 here in the playoffs at 365 on base. So you do have to wonder if he's going to be able to rise up a little bit. But I know that this was being talked about by John Bowman in terms of player props that he might be looking at. How about the postseason that we have seen out of Keto Marte? Hitting at 358. I believe that he's had a hit in all but one postseason game thus far. So you have had the years and the Diamondbacks do a good job of balancing out their lineup a little bit with Alec Thomas being able to splice four home runs. Meanwhile, with the Rangers, you know that you're going to be getting the boom squad with this team. Adolis Garcia has been absolutely amazing here in the postseason. Seven home runs in 12 games, but he's not the only guy. Josh Young, Nate Lowe, Corey Seager. All three home runs apiece here in the postseason. Seager posting up a 483 on base. You do want to see the on-base percentage of a few of these guys be able to rise up. Marcus Simeon, Jonah Heim, Nate Lowe. All between about a 269 to a 288 on base. But all in all, as a team, about a 344 on base. The Rangers, as we know, they have just been a little bit better at home with their hitting all season long. And though the Arizona Diamondbacks, if you look at their bullpen ERA, top five in the big league since the beginning of the month of September, you still have a little bit of suspectness as well. Andrew Selfrank, under the bright lights, he has been giving out a lot of walks here in the postseason. As a matter of fact, throughout the entirety of the postseason. That has been something to be mindful of. In his last four appearances, he has went two-thirds of an inning or less. He went one and two-thirds 
two-thirds innings in the uh, final four games that he appeared in against the Philadelphia Phillies, and he had seven walks. So that's something that is a little bit concerning. You've had Kevin Ginkle and company do a solid job, but I do think that even though Nathan Avaldi has looked much better here recently, this could be a spot where he is prone to a little bit of hard contact. Typically, he does a good job with command, but he sacrifices giving up the deep ball a little bit more for that command. And Gabriel Moreno, when he was in the full during the regular season for the Arizona Diamondbacks, this was not the 84 and 78 team that we are talking about. They were 61 and 50 when he was out there. He's moved the line. He's been very good as a defensive catcher. And I do think that that's something that a lot of people have been missing. So, Considering we are going to be getting Moreno behind the plate, unless if something changes at a plus 145 or greater, I'm going to be looking at the Diamondbacks on the money line. I would need a minus 143 or less to consider the Texas Rangers. And then with regards to this total, it is going to be my DK Network right to pick. Whether you've got an 8 or an 8.5, looking at the over. And that will wrap things up. For the Friday edition of the Baseball Betting Show, now part of the Visa Family Podcast. If you do like hearing from this fine podcast, Baseball Betting Show, you're able to subscribe wherever your podcast, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, and TuneIn. If you have any questions, comments, segment idea, whatever you for this podcast, do have one of two ways we offer those in. First one is my Twitter slash X timeline at GNN underscore one Keep in mind, Larzium, they mean it does not matter. As per usual, please do send these into the timeline. The other way, let's find an Apple Podcast review. If you rate this podcast five stars, it is very much appreciated. From there, you're able to fire on whatever you'd like to hear on this podcast via that five-star review. And a big thanks once again to Chris Sheehan of WTOP for joining me in the last segment. Coming at you guys every single day throughout the baseball season. That means I'm coming at you once again tomorrow. Thank you. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max.